Hi everyone, this is Lynn, owner of Yoga Story and Yoga Story DTR, Downtown Rogers, opening in June 2023. And I'm here today with Melissa Udi. And Melissa is going to be heading up our prenatal program here at Yoga Story in Bentonville starting in May. And then she'll be also heading up our prenatal program over at the Downtown Rogers uh, location as well in June. So we wanted to interview Melissa to kind of get you guys familiar with her and understand everything that she has to offer. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for being on today. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm so, so happy to be here um, and just be able to share with you uh, this passion of mine and how um, I hope to impact mothers and families through prenatal yoga. Yeah. And you've got a long list of credentials behind your name. <laughs> so why don't you just uh, go through each one and then we can just discuss them and what they mean. Yeah, um, so I am a birth and a postpartum doula. Um, I have been for a little over two years. Um, those are two um, separate certifications, so kind of two separate um, trainings, um, if you will. And then I am a yoga teacher. I um, did my yoga teacher training here at Yoga Story in, um, oh my gosh, 2022, early 2022. And um, it was absolutely transformational. Um, so pretty, pretty uh, astounded that I get to um, head this program just a year later and just be a part of, um, of this amazing space that has um, helped me heal so much. Um, I'm also an indigenous lactation counselor. Um, and then uh, the last one I always forget to mention, I have a bachelor's of science in public health. Yeah. So uh, the doula, pre so we all usually hear about the prenatal doula, the services that a doula will offer um, through prenatal and through birth, but kind of talk a little bit about the postpartum doula portion of what you do. Yeah, um, so postpartum doula work um, looks like so many different things. Um, Really just, it all depends on how um, your birth went. Um, you know, if it went pretty pretty smoothly, pretty well. Um, usually um, a family needs help with, um, you know, things that they would normally be doing if they weren't taking care of a baby. So um, meal prepping, cleaning the house, sibling care, uh, running errands, just all of those things um, I fill in so that that family can have that time with their baby. Um, if, if a birth kind of went, um, you know, not as expected or, or just not as well, um, and a family maybe is a little more overwhelmed, um, I can help with a whole other slew of things. So, um, really just, um, dismantling, um, a birth story if, if they need help processing with that, um, anything from, um, talking about newborn behavior, newborn cues, hunger cues, um, helping with breastfeeding, with lactation support. Um, those two marry really well together with the postpartum help and the lactation help. Um, and then, yeah, any, any healing that mom needs to do, so um, any, any physical healing, I provide different um, bath blends, just different um, things she can do to, to heal her body. Um, and typically with the postpartum work, it's just really nice to have someone two feet away to answer all of your questions and help with whatever can come up um, during the day or even the night. I can help at night too. 
I think that's really important because oftentimes it's kind of like, oh, you have a baby and then it's like you're done. And then now you transition to being a mom. And there's a, there's a transition period that I feel like is really skipped over in that helping women uh, kind of ease into that role that we just don't have here. And often it's left to the, oh, the woman's family or the, the husband's family or the partner's family if, um, you know, if they're around. But that often isn't true for is more and more often you don't have family around so it is really nice to have someone help them kind of ease into that I like the the deconstruction of the birth story mm-hmm. because you have nine months if not longer you know some people are thinking about the birth of a child for longer than nine months especially if you're going through IVF or other different treatments that when the actual birth happens if it doesn't go the way your head has played out mm-hmm. then there's some trauma there absolutely so that's a really good, that's really interesting to, to provide that service as well. Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about, you said that you're a certified indigenous lactation um, consultant. So talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, I, I love talking about this. So um, my um, certification is literally certified indigenous lactation counselor. Um, it is the same, we go over the same um basic principles trainings that a general certified lactation um, consultant goes through. Um, But this program was created by two um, Native American women in the Pacific Northwest. They they are um, IBCLC, so internationally board certified lactation counselors. Um, They received a grant um, to go around um, the country teaching this program. So these elements that they weaved in um, to be able to call it an indigenous training really focuses on the effects that um, colonization had um, on breastfeeding today. So colonization, along with colonization, um, the uh, industrialization, capitalism, just all of those um, things that happened in history mm-hmm. and how they directly impacted breastfeeding today. Um, so it's really, really uh, trauma-informed. Um, so, you know, going back to colonization, um, babies being taken away from their mothers as mm-hmm. newborns, yeah. kids going to boarding schools, um, all those things affected um, many, many generations. Um, and just taking that into account and um, just more of these social determinants and how they affect breastfeeding. Um, and if, you know, breastfeeding wasn't in your family the past four generations, why would you want to or invest in it or see um, the benefit of it Um, and just really looking at it through that lens yeah and it was also there was a time in which things became very and we'll kind of transition to this because we talked a little bit about people not knowing all of their options and there was a point in time in which they started to I don't want to use the word demonize but see using formula which is a you know that is best, mm-hmm. but they really steered people more towards formula because it was scientific. It was like kind of this science wave of, yeah. well, you need to feed your baby formula because it's the perfect food for your baby because it was manufactured in a facility as opposed to this, you know, coming naturally from your body and what your body was made to do. Now, there are women that have issues with breastfeeding, so it has helped very much in that area but that whole idea that being in a clinical setting or (laughs) using something that was 
uh, manufactured is better for your baby than what comes naturally to someone who mm-hmm. has like actually (laughs) grew it within their body Um, so I really love your focus of this like we said rewriting the birth story but also creating a more empowering and magical time for women when it comes to birthing a baby yeah yeah um yeah and it is it should be a magical time um that's exactly how you should feel Magical, elevated, blissful, um, and I really, really, really believe um, just investing in prenatal yoga, getting to know your body, um, because that's really what the class is, what prenatal yoga is about, is getting to know your body, what feels good in your body, mm-hmm. getting a chance to tap into that intuition um, that is often overrided by everyone else's stories. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Because it can be a very scary time for someone, maybe if it's their first child or if they did have a negative Mm -hmm. first birth to become pregnant. Um, Sometimes for people that's that's really scary instead of empowering. Mm -hmm. So I really like the narrative that you're giving to people who are pregnant that no, this is an empowering time for you. This is a time for you really like learn your body and learn the amazing things that your body can do. Yeah. Uh, so you <laughs> mentioned that you've been a yoga teacher for a year. Mm-hmm. What got you interested in being a doula? And then why did you want to combine the two? Okay. So you were a doula yes. first. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, really, uh, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> About 15 more minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, so what got me interested in being a doula, if you would have told me growing up that I was going to be doing this, I would have been like, uh, heck no. <laughs> um, but um, so I had, I became pregnant with my first um, baby. He's about to be five now. And um, I wasn't really present at all during the pregnancy. It was kind of a, um, it was a a surprise. I was just um, going with the flow, as they say, not really empowering myself or um, digging into any of that education. Um, Come time for the birth, um, I wasn't equipped because, you know, I didn't really take that time. I wasn't present. Um, And the birth um, was pretty traumatic. Um, A lot of interventions, um, just things that I didn't, no um were possible to happen happened um and just coming out of that um after the birth and just dealing with um depression and anxiety and just all of these things um i really started to see the huge gap that we have in um in supporting moms and families Mm -hmm. um in birth and pregnancy in postpartum and just all of it. There's a huge gap of education, um, huge gap of community. Um, it's really, uh, it's really sad. And I just, I really want to, um, support in that gap. Yeah. And so speaking of that, the gap, um, and supporting and education, um, Melissa is also Latina. So let's talk a little bit about how that disproportionately affects minorities and marginalized communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at all like everything else comes down to access Mm -hmm. um and uh just really with our um latino community we have here um i'm just not sure that um and and not even just the latino community um but just i guess moms and families as a whole don't 
really know their options, um, that they do have um, the power within themselves to seek out um, things to help make that birth and that postpartum really powerful and successful. Um, I think, uh, you know, a lot of the times um, in the Latino community, we are just working a lot. Um, we're providing for our families constantly. Um, you know, it's hard to even know that you have those choices. And then even once you know you have those choices, where are you gonna find the time to do that? Um, and just, I hope to, um, with this program, with being in Rogers, um, closer to that community, just be able to be a resource, um, a source of education for families, for moms, um, just someone that can be there to um, answer all these questions that maybe they don't feel comfortable approaching any other professional. Yeah. yeah. So why did you want to combine your two loves of being a doula and yoga? Yeah. Um, so in my um, yoga teacher training, I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> the whole time. And she did the whole thing. <laughs> I was um, pregnant the whole time, um, pretty much in my second trimester um, the whole time. And so I really, really firsthand um, saw the incredible benefits of that movement, of the um, mind-body connection, because as we all know, yoga is not just about postures and movement. It's um, maybe 10%, right, of postures and movement. The rest is how um, your mindset, how you view the world, how you carry your energy, all of those things. Um, and just being able to tap into all of that and just really marry, marry it with all of the things I was trying to do for my pregnancy and my birth and being a good mindset and, and all of those things. And just, yeah, the movement itself made labor and birth, um, I don't want to say easy, but, <laughs> but I would do it again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I will say with my second, I also did um, quite a bit of prenatal yoga and pop that sucker out in four, four hours. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. Co correlation causation. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, I love it. When we were talking about this podcast before we have sat, you know, sat down to record it, you talked about the parallel of the yoga practice and a, and a pregnancy journey. I really loved that, yeah. that visualization mm -hmm. of, that you know they're both a journey your pregnancy journey is shorter but then the actual journey of being a mother afterwards is for a lifetime and so having that support of not only yoga through you know specifically for the prenatal aspect and then yoga for the mental and emotional balance that you need as a mother mm -hmm. I, I really loved that visualization yeah 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 and I think um just being um pregnant and, and doing the teacher training just was, um, and I think just doing yoga in general while you're pregnant is super um, empowering because you can really tap into that strength that you have um, that maybe you aren't able to see um, throughout the day. Yeah. So talk a little bit about what people can expect in a prenatal class with Melissa. Yeah. Um, a lot of, um, so... A lot of movement, a lot of um, 
I wouldn't say it's it's uh, it's easy. We move a lot. We do a lot of um, breath to movement, a lot of strengthening. You need a lot of endurance and strength for labor and birth. Um, but to balance, we do um, we do do a lot of um, you know meditations, um, winding down at the end, talking about mindset, grounding in that gratitude, um, learning how to relax because. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how to relax anymore um, <laughs> as far as just your body relaxing and sometimes the when you're pregnant, that's <laughs> even extra hard because you can get yeah. more and more uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just practicing um, that relaxation um, along with practicing how to feel um, a little bit more comfortable in discomfort. So we'll, um, for example, we'll be holding goddess for, for an extended amount of time working on relaxing the face, the shoulders, um, all of that. So you can kind of know what that feels like come time, um, being able to relax in such an uncomfortable state and how much that helps. (laughs) It does, it really, really does. Um, And then just really um, connection to baby. I think uh, we forget a lot, even though we're pregnant focusing on baby, we tend to forget that baby is in there and that they are a whole being. They are picking up all of your movements, your thoughts, um, everything. And just so taking um, some time to talk with baby and Shavasana to connect to, um, to yeah, just really make that connection. So, so come time for labor and birth, um, you are a partnership. Baby's working just as hard as you. Um, you'll have formed that connection. Uh, so outside of prenatal, you offer other services as well. So talk a little bit about the, um, now by the time that this comes out, you will already have done at least this one workshop coming up, but I anticipate you'll probably do it again. Um, and then you have some other services one-on-one that you offer as well. So talk a little bit about those. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like you mentioned, I have my postpartum workshop, um, this weekend, Um, And then I also offer um, private sessions. So one-on-one sessions um, can be an hour, an hour and a half, um, either with just mom or um, her partner, whether that is um, her spouse, her doula, maybe her mom, whatever, um, whoever her birth partner is. Um, So during those sessions, we'll just go in depth um, on breath work, on positioning, um, movement you can be doing throughout labor, um, birth positioning, just talking a lot about um, how a partner can help you if you are doing those partner sessions. Um, and then I also offer um, a uh, prenatal workshop, so yoga for labor and birth, just kind of um, all of the things that you would do in a private session, um, but more in a, in a group setting with other moms um, and, and a little less personalized, but still uh, you really get that community setting with other moms and I would also like to add as the owner that we want to make sure that everybody understands that whether your partner is uh, same sex or if you're coming in with a surrogate um, or if you identify um, with different pronouns everyone's welcome if you are carrying a child and want to have someone there with you your partner and you are welcome at any of these at any of these classes. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you said that because um, on the flyer, I put it as individuals and couples. Um, and I mean couples as in two people, not, um, you know, <laughs> the not, person you made the baby with necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> or if, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, great. Well, we're really looking forward to it. Melissa will also be trying out yoga in Spanish at our downtown Rogers location. Uh, so if you know of anybody in that community that is interested in trying yoga, but needs it accessible through um, Spanish, um, Melissa has brushed up on her skills to be able to teach in that area. So we're going to try out a class there as well. Um, and thank you so much for joining me today and being willing to talk about your two passions. And we're looking forward to kicking off the prenatal classes here at Yoga Story in downtown Bentonville starting the first Saturday in May from 1230 to 130. And then look for it on the schedule when we publish it for Yoga Story in downtown Rogers in June. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you so much, Lynn. See you guys there.